Hello everybody. It's been a minute. I know it's been a while. If you're new to the podcast, my name is Papushka Baby. Welcome to Sexplore with Papushka episode 88. I know we are hitting 100 in 12 episodes. So today I'm with a guest. My, hey, this is a popular celebrity. I, I, I don't even want to waste my time to introduce them, so I just want them to talk about themselves. Mr. Celebrity, thank you for coming to Sexploit Papushka. Yes, thanks for having me. Yes, please introduce yourself to our listeners. Who are you? What do you do? Are you single? Are you looking like... I'm going to let you do all that. Okay, no problem. Well, so, uh, for those of you who don't know me, I... My name is Mimo. Well, for the intimate, that's what they call me. Mm-hmm. If you want to know me, well, try to find me, so... I am single. Ooh, yeah, okay. I'm single. I'm searching. Uh-huh. And um yeah, if if you're up to, you know, meeting up, I can just I'm open to that. Ooh, spicy. So, you know, there are different people listening, you know, they are transgender women, transgender men, they are women, they are men, they are gender yes. unconforming. So, who exactly are you looking for? Well, I don't really care about mm. um, the gender. Mm-hmm. It's not really my first priority right mm-hmm. now. I just want to have a normal relationship mm-hmm. and I mean someone to, you know, to relate to mm. and fill the blanks. Oh, fill the blanks. What are the blanks? Which are these blanks that you have? Well, um, well, first of all, I want to have like someone to mm-hmm. be close to me and mm-hmm. talk, mm-hmm. you know, talk like all night every day mm-hmm. and um not just someone just to you know to be intimate with no i just want someone who, who can just relate to me you know mm-hmm. and um i feel like yeah it's sometimes it's a very big blend you mm-hmm. know because uh, um for people um who are not so social it's it's it has always been it's it will always be um a difficult thing to find um to find um, the real, how can I say, to find um, meaning, you know, to life. I, I don't know if it, maybe that's too far, but I feel like that is something that we we most of the people really want. Not it's me someone, crying. You're, you're, get, you're getting me emotional. No, <laughs> no. I mean, no. It's, it's nothing serious. It's nothing serious. But um, uh, I get, uh, It's not just for my part. I know that maybe for the listeners, um, they can also relate to this. And um, you know, being gay, some being gay, it's 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 not um an easy thing for mm-hmm. some people mm-hmm. in some places. And you know, we, we have and um, you are you close up you close yourself into your own world. Mm-hmm. And so when you don't have like someone to share that with, mm-hmm. it's it somehow you know depressing and yeah. Okay, we were supposed to talk about something else, but your introduction has just brought me to a different conversation. Okay. And um, I want us to discuss being gay in Rwanda. It's, it's one of the few countries that has not criminalized, you know, hom- hetero- no, criminalized, you know, uh, sex same-sex marri- same-sex relations, not yes. marriages. Yes. Uh, marriage is legal here. Uh, same, no, they're no not way, legal. No. Okay, it's just same-sex relations that are not illegal. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, I have some questions about this. You know, the queer life in Rwanda. Um, first of all, um, how is it security-wise? Like, are queer people safe in Rwanda? Well, 
I want to say that it's legal. Mm-hmm. It's not really legal. Like you, you can have a relationship with a same-sex person. Mm-hmm. It, it's not legal. Mm-hmm. But it's not even a. It, it's not also a sin. Like mm-hmm. they wouldn't see you outside and and just you know shoot you or maybe mm-hmm. you know put you in jail. No, mm-hmm. it's it's not how it works here. But I don't think it's the government mm-hmm. or maybe you know the 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 policies and stuff. But it is just um, us people who are not like into that mm-hmm. like okay maybe uh, uh, like we're gay you know i wouldn't go out and you know and express myself mm-hmm. outside because first of all i would uh, i would fear the eyes you know i would fear the comments mm-hmm. um but there are also some people who don't fear the comments mm-hmm. they just dress up the way they want they just show the world that how they are and yeah it's it's just um there's a difference of um, of um, feeling about it, you know. But overall, overall, it's not something that is um, very well welcomed in our country. Mm. But so it doesn't mean it's not there. Is it? What I'm getting from you is that the society is the problem. The problem yes. is not the laws or the government oh, no, no, or the no, no, institutions. No. No. The problem is just how your culture perceives this whole conversation. Yes. So you are talking about um, you know security and it's it's not unsafe mm-hmm. for queer people mm-hmm. but it's 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 a system where people maybe fear expressing themselves. Yes. Not because they'll be arrested or they'll be shot no. or they'll be mugged or they'll be killed. No, it's just because maybe there's that fear of making yourself known and making yourself you know mm-hmm. all that because i'm looking coming from kenya i'm looking at kenya which which has decriminalized same-sex mm-hmm. um relations and all that but people are very free and they express themselves yes here there are very few people who are open about you know their sexuality and they're open about expressing themselves you know the way they want to and that brings me to you know how how do people meet like what's the culture like here for queer people are there queer spaces exclusively queer clubs queer restaurants queer where people meet and get to know each other okay yeah. so definitely not oh. there is no place here that is reserved for you know queer people mm-hmm. uh-huh. there isn't so about meeting if you don't meet like a specific place if it's not at school if it's not at work if it's not um it will be on social media mm-hmm. that is mostly where people meet mm-hmm. um no i mean mostly we meet at school you know at school that's where we meet other than that there is nowhere else there's no gay club there's no restaurants or anything of the sort no mm-hmm. there's nothing like but there's a gay sauna though do you know about it really gay saunas two of them really where yes um, there's one in town. Uh-huh. Um, I don't want to mention his name because maybe yes. I'll be jeopardizing the security of that place. Yes. Straight people might go there running to yeah. yeah. But I know there's one in town. I've been there. It's an amazing place. Uh-huh. Um, there's one in Kichukira as well. I've never been there. Never, never, never heard tried of it. it, but I've heard of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the one in town is pretty gay. It's pretty, pretty gay. Like naked men walking around. No uh, way. I'm very serious. Really? I am very serious. So, and they actually try to tell you, okay, it's not really like they'll say that this is what happens here. Uh-huh. They just ask you, um, have you ever heard of us before? Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what happens here? Mm-hmm. Because they don't want you to go there and someone spanks you or someone tries to, you know, and then you get uncomfortable. Yes. So they never really will mention it directly, but they'll try to make you know, you know, um, do you know what you're getting yourself into? So what happens there? Um, so they do massages, there's like a lounge there, and then there's the sauna. Of course, sauna, you have to go naked. So when you get in, everyone gets a towel, and you 
So when you go in, um, there's like a relaxing place, like a cool relaxing place, and then there are two saunas. And then there are people who massage you and wash you and okay. do all that to you. Naked. It's a good experience. I know. Yeah, so inside it's pretty... Uh, what word can I use? Let's say a lot happens inside because the sauna room is very dark and very hot. Okay. So you just hear... Just hear, you know, people sucking each other and people touching each other. The only problem is people don't ask for consent. Mm-hmm. So you'll be just there chilling and, you know, ex- ex- sweating yourself up and someone just touches you or okay. touches your dick or does, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. So that's the only problem. But it's pretty... If you're a sex explorer, if you mm-hmm. want to explore, it's a good place. You should, you should try it. Okay, mm-hmm. I know. But as you can understand, it's mm-hmm. kind of, um, kind of, you know, for some specified, specific people, mm-hmm. you know. I can't just go there. I can't just, you know, uh, go for a massage or mm-hmm. a salon. Why can't you? I mean, well, I'm still a, a, a student. Uh-huh. I can't just afford that. Ah, you know? I get your point. Yes. Yeah. We cannot afford that here. It's, you know? it's just three thousand rand and franc. That is thirty dollars uh-huh. for my international I know. listeners. I know. And people buy, people drink here. I've seen students drinking their whole, you know, twenty thousand okay. a night, and I'm I like, know. where are you getting the money? <laughs> so uh-huh. I know, I know. But um, um, it's it's something that we have in our minds, mm-hmm. like these things, uh, the massage things, the mm-hmm. sauna stuff, mm-hmm. it is not really for everyone. Mm. We just know that in our minds that... Uh, it's more bougie, it's like yeah. a bougie thing. Right? Even, yeah, even, you'd find only, you know, grown-ups mm-hmm. in every um, massage center, mm-hmm. everything like that. Mm-hmm. You only find grown-ups. You can never find teenagers or maybe youth. No, it's never happening. So I feel like, you know, that is a place which is, like, you know, like you see, I didn't know it existed. Mm-hmm. It's, you see, it's one, uh, it's the only one in this whole city, you know? Yeah. And um, so I don't really think that we can count that. Okay, I yeah. get it, I get it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It could also be that that's not the agenda, but it's just, you know, what happens, like, in Kenya, what happens is queer people make queer spaces. So you okay. open your restaurant, uh-huh. it's not a gay restaurant at all. Uh-huh. I'll come there with my friend and I'm like, oh, this is a nice place. Before you know it, I come with the two friends and uh, I introduce people to that. So before you know it, you're not a gay restaurant, that's not your thing, uh-huh. but you're gay clients who have okay. overtaken the whole establishment. I know. And the streets are like, you know that restaurant, these days I come and I see, you know, people acting funny. So the streets walk away, and before you know it, that's how it becomes a queer thing, you know? Yes. So it happens a lot in Kenya where people create, they force safe spaces for themselves. Because nobody mm. will just sit up and say, you know, today I'm going to do this for the community. Now, coming back to talking about uh, queer spaces in Rwanda, and you talked about you people, like, mostly experimenting in high school. What happens if people are caught or students are caught on something like that? What are the repercussions? Oh, I know, that is the exact expression oh okay there's no even well um it is in the schools uh, each school's regulations mm-hmm. there's this thing that sex is forbidden ah it's forbidden whether it's straight or, whether gay, it's straight sex is or forbidden. gay it's forbidden mm-hmm. so when they catch you when they catch you it's immediately you are expelled mm-hmm. but now when it comes to you know homosexual mm-hmm. sex that is really, that's beyond, you know, expression. Uh-huh. You know, that would be beyond the expression. There will, there will also be, I don't know, a different approach to it. Yeah. Maybe a pastor might be called to preach the demons yeah. out of uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And of course, there will be like gossiping among schools. Mm-hmm. Like this guy, he was, for example, for example, there was um, there was a guy 
he he came um at our school mm-hmm. for his last year mm-hmm. he was uh, in a previous school mm-hmm. and he was expelled from there mm-hmm. because he was caught you know having sex okay and yeah he was gay so imagine um before he even had to come to school we already knew he was going he was going to come and he will he will, he had been expelled from his oh school. the story had traveled up to your school yes. so everyone knows yes. his dirty linen i know and mm. it and it, it wasn't even close schools no one was in one district another one was in another district but the the news you know it got to us and we we knew that there was a, a guy a gay guy who was gonna come to our school so eventually he came and he was treated like one hmm. yes he was treated like gay and nobody would talk to him or nobody would, oh you know, how hang sad out. and that was my next question is is school a safe space for people who are like obviously gay no 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 mm. not at all what happens is there stigma is there security concerns where people would like steal their stuff and beat them up maybe yes mm-hmm. in some schools they would they would beat them up mm-hmm. well they wouldn't like beat uh, beat you out just, just because you're like that mm-hmm. maybe if you tried and to talk to them or maybe to I mean, try to talk stuff with them so you'll not be attacked because you're gay no. it'll just be like uh anything you do is seen with caution like yes. if you come oh hi oh, oh my um. god that would be that would be an immediate slap or something oh my goodness uh, yeah 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 um, so like there's zero zero tolerance for queer people by the people it's not the regulations it's not the laws it's the people like yes. the other students are the ones who would feel you know uh-huh mm-hmm. well um uh personally like if you came to the school it wouldn't be um if you came to the school it wouldn't be um um uh, your problem because mm-hmm. of course you can't change it mm-hmm. that's how you are but when when it comes to you know the other the other students of course you, you would as a new student you want to make an impression you want mm-hmm. them to like you you want mm-hmm. them to hang out with you because mm-hmm. it's 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 of course it's boarding and you, you can't just sit there by yourself so when you um when you arrive at this school and you find people that and find people not you know caring much you know it it it, it kind of becomes a an internal problem for you mm. you know yeah it, it, it can fuck up with your mentality as yes, well yeah the mentality yeah but there's some others who don't really go get along with that you know you can eventually find a friend a straight mm-hmm. friend or maybe you can't or maybe you just go hang out with the girls okay yeah but that's that's your real place so for you was high school the place you explored your sexuality no no because um no i did not really explore my sexuality in school mm-hmm. why not because i um well because of that because mm-hmm. of that because if i had if i had to you know put myself out on the spot it would change eventually my whole life mm-hmm. and to change my whole life it would change my friends um well all my friends would they were homophobic of course. I, I well i i think so i think because i know for for a fact they wouldn't see me the the way they used to. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to, you know, jeopardize that relationship I had with my friends, with uh, everyone, with my family, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I I was like, okay, let me cool this off. Like maybe it will go. 
it will leave and I will become straight now. Oh, the dreams. Yeah, but of course it can happen. It cannot happen. But um, well, I, I, uh, I, I was cool with that. I was cool with not, you know, exploring. Engaging or exploring. Yeah, yes, and um, my wife waited for the end of high school. And that's when everything started. So, um, you talked about homophobia. How yes. is it for queer people? You said it's safe. Nobody will attack you because you're gay and all that. But I'm looking at peer, queer people who are out, you know. is what, what do you think of homophobia generally now, even outside the school environment? Like at work, at school, in university, in the streets, you know, mm-hmm. if people know that this person plays for this team. Uh, is there a difference on how they treat you? Yes, mm-hmm. there is. Well, um, okay. Well, now, now I can say that I can say that um, people are grown up. Mm-hmm. People are more mature. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't like um, treat you like trash like they will do in high school. Mm-hmm. But of course, there will be like some favor. There, there will be some. They, okay, if there were like two people, mm-hmm. one is gay, one is straight, I feel like they will favor the the straight one. Mm-hmm. Yes, because um, no one wants to be like wants to hear people talking like you see that guy he's a friend uh, he has a gay friend he mm. has you know because uh, it spreads you know like i'm talking to you you're gay i'm straight everybody will be like oh, maybe he's also gay mm. so and people no, there's fear of association yes. if you're out and you're expressive then mm-hmm. people fear to be associated with yes. you because everyone else will think they all know mm-hmm. that they're gay as yes well. yes they will, all, they will they will put you in the same in the same bracket category, or whatever you know don't you think there could be also positives to it where if you're expressive for example a gay man and you express as a woman there could be because people fear there's also sometimes intimidation because mm-hmm. if you are rich let's start with if you're rich and you have your money and you're expressing yourself the way you want you're a man with a skirt or makeup and all that yes do you feel because of money you get different treatment as opposed to just a normal middle class or below middle class yes yes of course i mean money does everything uh-huh. money does everything i mean yeah they can um just pretend to like you of uh-huh. course. so you go to this restaurant sure. and the waiters are smiling they're yes. like oh how are you yeah yeah mm-hmm. i mean no you know there are uh, at restaurants i mean uh, there's a different uh, there did there are different kinds of people here mm-hmm. in Canada. like if you're civilized, you know, when you're rich, mm-hmm. when you're rich, I mean, you're eventually civilized, like, yeah. you know, so those, the, the civilized ones, they, they don't really care about the sexuality, you know, I, I, I see it like um, social media when I go out. Mm-hmm. So when like at restaurants, uh, like at fancy restaurants, they wouldn't care. They don't care about the sexuality because they know it's there, you know, mm-hmm. and so that's not really a problem i mean when you're if you're rich if you're rich you eventually make your way you know you eventually make your way because if they don't appreciate you i mean you have your own money mm-hmm. you, you, you do you your shit. yeah you do everything you want i mean the, you won't need any anybody's help you know mm-hmm. so for the, the the middle class as you said we need people we need people and we can't afford you know, losing their steam. Mm. So that's why we uh, hide. We hide. So yeah, if you can say that. Yeah. 
Uh, now let's go to hooking up in Rwanda. It's for the, for those uh, international listeners who are planning to visit here and they they want to explore, you know, the Cape Gay side and everything. Mm-hmm. There has been a lot of complaints online, some of which are related to there's a lot of people who are gay for pay in Rwanda. Like, um, you know, go to these social media platforms, they notice you're a foreigner, mm-hmm. ooh, you're white, okay. or maybe you're just from Kenya, they glorify us Kenyans, I don't know why. But really? yeah, they do, like, <laughs> oh, you're from Kenya, I don't know. <laughs> Kenya is like a New York to some of them. Okay, Kenya is a New York of Africa, but that's another conversation. So yeah. when I talk about gay for pay, I mean people, you meet someone, it's not once or twice when I've met someone and they have a problem. Mm-hmm. Their mother is sick, okay. they want a new phone. You met me today. They okay. want a loan. Mm-hmm. So, like, why? How can I express it? How can I put it? But the hookup culture is more beneficial, beneficial. and more money wise. You know, someone yes. hooks up with you because they, they want something. You're taking them out. Uh-huh. You're, and they never have transport. My God. How do you people hook up with each other? Because they okay. never have ticket. <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't feel like it's, 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 it's just in Rwanda. I feel like it's worldwide, you know. Okay, it's because you know. Mm. I mean, it's not even just for homosexuals. Mm-hmm. No, even for you know every person, mm-hmm. every every sexuality, it mm-hmm. happens. Like if I don't have feelings for you, if if I don't expect you to give me the love that I need, mm. at least give me the money I need. <laughs> you know, I, I get thing. it. But you see, okay, coming from Kenya, mm-hmm. I have had a lot of mutual. Um, how do we call, call it? Where we are both contributing to the sex. Yes. Because here it feels more like uh, the doer uh-huh. is the one who is in charge of the sex. Like for example, if I was hitting on you mm-hmm. and you're gonna fuck me, you do everything for me. Take me from my house, feed me, make me drink, then take me back to my like you. You're in charge of me. You know, there's yes. that feeling where uh-huh. you know when you're hooking up, you're you're responsible for me. Yes. There's that aspect. Uh-huh. Two. I know everywhere, even streets or gays or whatever, like there's the dependency aspect where, you know, I want I want this from you, you're giving me this. But here, it's more like I'm giving you sex. That's mm-hmm. the perception. It's okay. not like we are going to have that's sex. Okay. It's like I am giving it to you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have a problem with, where people feel like if you're going to have sex with them, they're doing you a favor. Okay. So give me fair, buy me alcohol, do me this. Get the fuck out. Aren't you enjoying though? Yes. Mm-hmm. So defend your people. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna defend them. Okay. So the thing is that um, I know it happens. Mm-hmm. I know it happens. It's it's not it's not it's no new thing. But as I said, it's not really uh, just it's it's not um, for us homosexuals. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that happens. If um if if I am not if I don't feel like I want to hang out with you, like talk or mm-hmm. maybe, you know, have fun with you, mm-hmm. I just want to benefit from you, mm-hmm. you know? Because um, what will be the point of knowing you, you know? Mm-hmm. You hit me up, you know, on social media, I answer you, we exchange photos, and uh, I see that maybe you're not my type, mm-hmm. and, I, I, uh, and I'm like, okay, I'm in need. Okay, I'm in need of someone. And if you go on, I mean, you know, the, the thing is that I don't think it's just for um, the, 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 for, um, the hooker. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's also part of the, the doers, mm-hmm. you know? Because if you see that the guy is kind of want to benefit from you, mm-hmm. why do you keep on 
you know keep the on challenge the is because it's 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 everyone you mm-hmm. look left right and center it's everyone yes mm-hmm. okay but you can cut this one off another one comes and then their mother is sick you cut them off another one comes and then they're like okay. oh you know what can i go with your shirt i don't have clothes i'm like bitch it was a hookup it was not a charity uh-huh i know but um you can find somebody else or maybe yeah i mean if you find that okay i feel like it, it only happens once mm-hmm. you know like i if if i'm coming to you for the first time mm-hmm. and you do that to me and you feed me and everything which of course i think is part of hospitality yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes and um the next time you do the same mm-hmm. i will start to you know question myself what is this guy doing is he is he really into me or mm-hmm. is he really um just looking for you know benefits because mm. we, we uh, even in movies we, we, we always see that in movies mm-hmm. so it, it, it's a common thing that really happens in in every everywhere so the thing is that it's it, it's there okay mm-hmm. we can't change it we can't uh, we, we cannot uh stop it you know but the thing we can do is that um be you know vigilant mm-hmm. you know like if i am the the, uh, the doer like you say mm-hmm. if i'm the doer i have to uh, i uh, i must know that those people they are not all the same mm-hmm. there will always be somebody who's just there for to, for fun or mm-hmm. maybe for a serious relationship you know and and uh, as for those who just who wants to you know benefits they'll always be there okay and they all if you don't give them they find another one yeah so the, the, i get your point yes the same way you can find somebody else and you know the thing goes on now you're bringing i actually think this will be the topic of the episode mm. rwandans and their bad sex i have done a survey with mostly foreigners of course because okay. they are the ones who speak english we'll come back to communication mm. but there's this aspect i've heard from most of my friends heterosexual or queer okay about how horrible rwandans are in bed what do you agree with that first of all I as a Rwandan? Do not agree with that. <laughs> Let me tell you why you, you might not agree. Maybe because you're not exposed to other cultures and other sex because you're used to this horrible sex you Rwandans have. <laughs> but I've, I've done a survey with my friends. I've done a, I've, I've read articles where people are complaining about Rwandans are not expressive. Mm-hmm. Let's start from there. Even before the sex, generally Rwandans and not expressive with their opinion and with your like I, I, I was i was having an interview with a friend of mine and they were like you know like most of my one and friends they don't like they don't talk they don't laugh they, they have no personality they're just there like what do you do i'm a student okay what do you like everything what do you enjoy nothing uh, like there's no and, and i understand english is a problem in the country yes. you know most many people can because i see some of my friends when they're expressing themselves in Kenya Rwanda with their Rwandan friends they are smiling they have personality they are bubbly but now when you're talking English you know they it's like a shell of who they are because mm-hmm. they cannot express themselves the way they yes, want to yes so because people cannot express themselves with us foreigners sometimes it translates in the bedroom someone is just there like a sack of maize <sighs> a bag of rice turn and then that I'm like can you can you be creative okay. can you like participate you know so defend your people why are you horrible in bed okay um i don't think we are really horrible uh-huh. okay i just feel like um uh you know you must understand it's in our culture mm-hmm. you know in our culture 
there are things that we feel like they're taboo mm-hmm. you know and um, like sex you know sex it's it's really taboo mm-hmm. you know it's really taboo even growing up they really say you know we don't even get to you know experience or maybe learn all those the, the things like how can you be in bed no they're like how should you avoid bed you know? <laughs> how to avoid sex is yeah the how to avoid bed you mm-hmm. know even in these um we have um clubs in our schools mm-hmm. there there would be like um like maybe uh, sex clubs you know and yeah, sex clubs yes they preach be... the anti-sex gospel yeah of course <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> there will be those uh, uh, those clubs and and of course they're always cloud crowded but when you hear what they're talking about it's just um you know the 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 the, the, um, the effects of sex never benefits mm-hmm. you know so it is something that we never we never learn Something so is there never... sex education where someone tells you know use protection and it's just don't have sex that's the conversation yes mm-hmm. don't have sex mm-hmm. but if you do maybe use condoms mm-hmm. period period nobody will tell you about cleaning your vagina oh my god and never how to, you know, no, i've never heard of that how to shave as a man your pubic. Never. Mm-hmm. i've never heard of that mm-hmm. um yeah so i don't think that it, it, it's it's yeah so it's something that we never we never um, meet in is sex life. part of your system in biology like in primary school you talk about how sex works how no. babies are made how sex no. works i mean everybody knows how babies are made okay. it's, it's it's okay the reproductive system yes the reproductive system but it stops at the science yes mm-hmm. the science mm-hmm. like um the the penis maybe meets the vagina mm-hmm. and uh, the sperm meets the egg and, 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 and the mm-hmm. baby is coming that that's what happens mm-hmm. they don't say you go in bed <laughs> you do this and this you use this and this no no it's never that mm-hmm. no we never studied that in, in school so you can't blame us we don't know how to do it. okay if if you find that if if, if you people are saying that maybe it's up maybe it's true mm. Cause uh, well, and I feel like it's not really um, our fault, you mm-hmm. know. It's, it's just that maybe we're not familiar with that. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. part of our culture. It's taboo, you know. If you're not married and you have sex, that's something that um. So know. your parents don't even have the sex conversation with you, like you know, my boy. You know, oh you're growing up now and. Uh, uh-huh. your dick is getting bigger so uh-huh. we need to talk. do you have a girlfriend do you have sex that's not a conversation Never. you have no okay i know for a fact mm. there's no family that would there's no parents that would say that to their kids really uh, no wow they would be like okay the sex conversations in our families they i mean they're the same as what they teach us at school mm. like you need to abstain you know and then you need to abstain, you're still young, you know, nah, 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 nah. and that happens when the parents talk to the kids. Mm-hmm. Some don't talk about it, you know, they just wait for you, maybe, I don't know. But it's not really a common thing. Mm-hmm. It's not really something that we talk about. So I, I think the reason why people probably would say that Rwandan sex is awful is because of the expression. You know, when you're talking about expression and looking at, we want you to participate. Mm-hmm. I'm kissing you, kiss me back. Some people, you kiss them, their lips are just there. I'm like, hey, baby boy, see, it's a do, you, you, I, you know, it's, it's a give and take. Um, there, there are a lot of factors that may come into play. I think people have not sexually explored themselves well to understand 
what do i like in bed how do i like it what turns me on what turns me off how do i like penetration do i like it fast because most people are just stuck with the stereo- stereotypes mm-hmm. i want big dick it's not once or twice where somebody <laughs> oh the, I know. and people are rude people can be rude like i was on this app that i'm not gonna say and then someone we talked and we vibed and we exchanged photos and they looked good they were sexy and all that and then like do you have big dick i'm like uh I, what is big to you like i want to see it and I'm like, really? yes. Oh my god. And I'm like, eh, okay. Uh, what do you consider big? Because big is relative, you know. Big yes. is different. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, no, no. I want very big. And if you don't have very big, don't talk to me. And I was like, what? Eh, baby okay. girl. Okay, bye. And they're like, okay, bye. And I'm like, I thought they would come back. You know, they, they talk like that and they come yes. back. They went. That's how they disappeared. So my point is maybe sometimes because okay, do you guys talk about sex even with your friends? Is it like a common? Because that's the best way to learn about it, you know, with mm-hmm. your friends, you with discuss. Because I can relate in Kenya as well. It's not really a taboo, like a big taboo, because we know people have sex, you know, it's yes. a common thing. It's not really. Some parents will have the sex conversation, some will not. Mm-hmm. But I think people get to explore and get to learn and get to on their own ways, maybe through peer to peer, like we're sitting and talking about something like, oh, you know, I licked this girl's ass the other day and it was fine. I'm like, oh, really? How did you? I'm, I'm going to try and then I'll, I'll give you feedback. Peer, peer, peer to peer sexual conversations are very common. Yes. Mm. Uh, in the heterosexual setting, it's very, because they lie a lot because you want to look like the man. You're like, okay, oh, no, yeah, I fucked I this girl, you know, with my big dick and I did this. Mm-hmm. So for them, it's not really authentic because it's not a learning. But for queer settings, people learn like, hey, you know what, you know, I'm going to bottom tomorrow. How do I prepare? Like, how do you douche? How do you? And they tell each other that. Mm-hmm. So for you, within your peers, your friends and all that, are sex conversations common? They're not common. They're not really common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you said, as I said, like in uh, heteros, mm. you know, they will be there, like you know, bragging themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, but um, in 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 homosexuals, there's nothing to say because mm. you know we don't know. Uh, some of some don't really know what what to do, mm-hmm. as you say, and they don't ask. To who? To you, to your friends, to you. I mean, no. I mean, you, you must understand. Uh-huh, you know, I, 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 I'm starting to think that maybe mm. it's also about the, the language, mm. you know. Those terms, like, you know, those terms, they're all in English, you know. Gay, mm-hmm. bias, gender unconforming, top, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. those things, you know, they are so, yeah, the, there's no translation of mm-hmm. those things in Kinyarwanda. And so we wouldn't know what, what are they, you know. So um, I, I I feel like how how would they know okay, what to do? I want to stop you there. Just because reaming is in English, English did not invent the ass. You have your ass, I you know. have your tongue. Yes. So even if there are no terms for it, people should explore. You know, someone tries touching your mm-hmm. feet and you know putting their dick on your feet and you see okay. if that's your thing. I know. Uh-huh. I know. But you know, you get time. Mm-hmm. You know, you get time to learn. I mean, of course, you 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 grew up. You know, as a normal kid, you didn't know what was the meaning of rimming. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. you heard of it. You heard of somebody uh, talking about rimming or maybe sucking mm-hmm. stuff. Okay, and then you went on Google and find out what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, so we never, I I never heard of somebody talking about that. You know, so it uh, it will be, I it will be um random. To find somebody, 
you know, googling that because he 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 never heard of it. Mm. Okay, mm. so I feel like, okay, like me, like me, maybe I know some terms, but just because for me I'm familiar with you know with the language, um, I watch movies in English. I hear I hear music. I talk to foreigners, mm. so I I get those words. And so that's how I develop uh, my skills and your you knowledge. Know, mm. mine, yeah. So and th- there's those who don't. Okay. Yeah. There's there there are those who who can never who can never know. Okay. And by the time they they learn those things, it's too late. You know to be familiar with with them. So that that's why you can never find like somebody who is really really experienced in bed like who can just switch from one thing to another because mm. they don't know so what is your advice to you know fellow Rwandans who are listening with their horrible sex like how how do we now get to the point where Rwandans are comfortable to have sex conversations because I, I feel the more we normalize these conversations the mm-hmm. more we learn we, we are talking about oh we, we forgot to talk about condoms and how Rwandans don't use condoms Let's get to that. Like, okay. what is the problem with condoms? Okay. Um, the problem with condoms. You're even smiling when you. I'm not. <laughs> yes. What? Where exactly is the problem? Well, um, you know, I'm starting to, to think that maybe. Um, okay. You must understand that our culture mm. is really something mm-hmm. here in Kigali, in Rwanda. Mm. You know. Maybe I, I'm gonna talk about it very, very often, but you must know it's something that we really, we really um cherish. Mm-hmm. You know, even though you can see it with your own eyes, like in other countries, mm-hmm. you know, but it's there. It's there. We have uh, our culture, and the culture is, you know, how can I say it? Neatness. Mm-hmm. You know, being neat, being example, mm-hmm. uh, being um the perfect person. Mm-hmm the most perfect you can be mm-hmm. of yourself you know it's it's our culture it it, it, it has even a name in Kinyarwanda you know it's called in 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 you know mm-hmm. things like that and um so that that um comprises of this there the as i said there's certain taboo we have mm-hmm. in our in our culture like sex, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not really something that we we feel comfortable with, mm-hmm. you know, and so with everything around it, mm-hmm. you know, because like even arousing, you wear something, you know, you wear something to, uh, something like flashing, sweat mm-hmm. you know, S- something flashing. Yeah, you can wear a sweat a sweat pant showing off your dick, mm-hmm. you know, that would be a very big problem. Really? Yeah, people would just stare. Like, what the... They would Staring stare. is another thing, but we'll come to okay. it. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> they would stare. Mm. If you're a girl and you wear short stuff, they would stare, you know? Mm. So that's, that's the thing. And also about condoms, mm. you know? It's, it's like the major thing which comes around sex, mm-hmm. you know? I would never like go. You, it's very very tough to go like in a pharmacy mm. and you ask for condoms. You would like you would like um, think about it. You know, 
Uh, okay, like for the first time, I went to buy uh, some condom. <laughs> I, I I was having second thoughts. Mm. I was like outside the pharmacy for like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what words am I gonna use? Mm-hmm. What am I gonna say? Okay, maybe it's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. And then uh, some people started staring at me, like, what are you doing? What are you doing there? Mm-hmm. And then I, I I took my phone mm-hmm. and I just put it on my ear. And, and you're like, lying that you're talking yes, to someone. someone on the phone. And yeah. I was like, maybe let me keep thinking, okay? And I was like, okay, I don't have another choice. I don't have a choice. Either I, 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 either I bite or maybe I won't have sex, okay? But I was, I was like, no, I'm definitely having sex. So I took my, uh, my bravery and I went to the pharmacy. I asked for, I, I just say, okay, I waited for everyone to leave. <laughs> I wanted to be the only one, you know? I wanted to be the only one in the pharmacy. And I was like, I need condoms. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, the woman, she, she didn't even, yeah, so... The thing that, uh, and also the the fact that there was a woman, it was also something. Really? Yeah, it was also something. So, the woman, she didn't say anything. She she was like, okay, uh, of how much? We have uh, uh, a packet of one k and one point five k, and I was like, okay, one one k, okay. And she, she brought the packet and I paid and and they left. And I I've, I never felt so relieved in my so life. So what you're saying is that there's a taboo against buying condom because sex is a taboo. Yes. Condom relates to sex, so yes. even buying them is oh a problem. God, it's, it's a problem. But even if like, buying them is a problem, uh-huh. if I have them in my house and you're having sex and I remove them, like there's this one time I I I I, I use boxes, so I removed like a whole ass box, and this person I was looking up, it saw the box and they're like, oh, you're a whore. I'm like, because I have condoms, I'm a whore. Uh-huh. How to please, that is baby awesome. girl? Please explain to me how. Yes, how, of course. I mean, <laughs> why would you have a packet of condoms just in case? In case I'm gonna have sex and use them. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, if you if if you were to have sex, mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, buying a whole packet of uh, a, a whole box. Mm-hmm. Sorry, a whole box of condoms. Yeah. It's it it, it it proves something else. Uh-uh. You know, it proves something else. And if you buy them, you know, continuously, like I finished this box, let me go, but that's another thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I must say, um, yeah, it shows you, it shows people like this guy fucks a lot, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Why does he have a box? It, you know, it doesn't show box. you that this guy takes care of himself. This guy, you uh-huh. know, likes sex. safe sex, promotes okay. safe sex, you know. I know. Uh, that, you don't look at it from, you're like, this no. is a whore. We don't look that in... And maybe I have just as equal sex as you do, but because I have a box of condoms and the whole... Yeah, that is the real problem. Okay, so buying them is a problem because uh-huh. of taboo. What about using them? There are those that are free, that are just... Okay, I get it. Even going to pick the free condoms is an issue because people are looking yeah. at you like, okay. Yeah. Okay, that aside, why is there using them now not a thing? Because we can't talk about because you're already having sex and there's a condom here, but no one will ask you, can we use protection? Okay. Or a condom is painful... Oh, when I wear a condom, I... why is using them a problem then? Okay, so I think that it's it's personal. Mm-hmm. I think it's personal because mm-hmm. uh, for me, like for me personally, I would I would never I would never say no to a condom. I mean, first thing, if you don't take it out by yourself, of course I would say, where is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, so I I think that there's some of some people who don't really really. Um, love having condoms, in, mm. you know, in their sex life, you know. But 
it's not really it's not a common thing mm. like like uh i don't i i don't love condoms you know it's, it's not a it's not a common thing okay you find these people everywhere mm-hmm. yeah you find people these people everywhere either homo or hetero you know you find them everywhere mm-hmm. you know there are people who don't who, who i don't know I, I, don't, I don't even know if it's trust mm. how much can you trust this person you know i don't know if it's trust or maybe uh, i don't know ignorance or something but that but, but it's, it, it's, it's not a common thing yeah mm. Now, as you're finishing, because you're running out of time, and mm-hmm. I have a lot of, you know, I have a lot of things to, but I want to finish it up with, because um, I said I'm going to title this podcast Runners and Their Bad Sex. Uh-huh. Um, so, since sex is a taboo, uh-huh. how therefore do people learn, especially queer people, because queer sex is different. Yes. How do people access information on queer sex? There's an aspect of douching, there's aspect of personal hygiene, there's aspect of role and all that. How do people now know how to practice queer sex? Um, well, so uh, as soon as you, you know, as soon as you, you accept, I mean, as soon as you, 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 how can I say, you come close to mm-hmm. your personality. I mean, mm-hmm. when you accept who you really are, mm-hmm. That's when you start to you know, explore, yeah, mm-hmm. to search for information. And um, I mean, if we didn't have Google, I think we would be like dumb, dumb, you know. Mm-hmm. If we didn't have Google, we'd be dumb because where else would we find this such information? information? Yeah, nowhere, you know. We can't uh, ask uh, friends, I mean, we don't have uh, um, very many gay friends, you know, mm-hmm. and so, um. So there's nowhere else we can find those information. If it's not on Google, if it's not on like these podcasts, mm-hmm. nowhere else. You know? Yeah. Okay. Um, final words for our listeners, our Rwandan listeners, our foreign listeners, our straight listeners, our you know, queer listeners. What what are your fighting shots after this whole conversation about you know sexuality in Rwanda? We focus mainly on being gay in Rwanda and some you know there's a lot to talk about this is our first episode if, if people like it you know they, they'll demand you to be back and there's nothing I can do if they demand you to be back I have to bring you so okay. what are your last words for our listeners today okay uh, my, for my last words I uh, for a fact it, it's not the first time that I hear uh, these things you know uh, Rwandans and Anina and that but I but one thing for sure we know how to love you know, I sh- I'm, uh, no, listen, listen, I'm really serious about this, you know, like, we're also shy, we, we're shy, we, we are um, somehow uh, closing up to, our, you know, our, our own selves, you know, and it just requires you, you know, to feel, uh, to help us open ourselves to you, mm-hmm. you know, and once you do, once you do, we are, you know, we accept everything, I mean, um, we, you, you can see a whole other aspect of our of our of our, of our nature, you know. So the thing is that don't just judge us from our first horrible sex. Because <laughs> 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 uh, it takes time to open yes. up and be comfortable uh-huh. and love. You said that Rwandans love, know how to love. Uh, yeah. We haven't yeah. talked about lies, Rwandans and lies. Oh, that will come to the next podcast. Because I, I even saw online, I was watching a TikTok, um, uh-huh. and this nigga, 
is heterosexual. Yes. He was talking about, you know, three things I've learned about Rwandans. Yes. One, Rwandans will stare at you. Mm. And two, Rwandans will lie a lot. The lies are just too much. Like we'll get to that. So you, you finish your party. So I don't. I don't interrupt with your lies. So you okay. you say that you love. I've not experienced that yet, dear uh-huh. listeners. I've not been loved in Rwanda. Mm-hmm. I've been here three years or something. So we'll see. I don't know where the love has been. Yeah, it's there. It mm-hmm. it, it just it just uh, needs somebody you know to find it out. You know. Yeah, and but pull it out. Yeah, and you. pull it out. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 you are friendly to us, you know, if you're friendly to us. We will eventually, you know, uh, be friendly to you back, and you know, and all of these things that you think about us will very definitely change. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much, Mimo, for coming to my podcast. Yeah. I hope you'll come back. Do you? Do of you want to come I back? Yes, yes, I want to, because yeah, I want to defend my, your people. My people. Actually, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a week, and I do, I'm gonna do a survey on my Instagram and ask people. Any questions they want to ask about sex and whatever, and yes. you'll be here to answer all of them. Yes. Da-da, yes. Da-da. Yeah. And I'll even take as it. negative. I want to take as many negative comments about. I know. Right so, yeah, I mean, do you even have a positive one? <laughs> oh my god. I don't have a positive one. Okay, I've talked about a lot of negatives. What positive yes. do you have? Oh my god, none. 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 Are you serious? I'm very serious. Oh my god. Because if the sex is not good, and then you want money from me, and then you don't have ticket, and then. Ugh, you must change the circle. You I actually change, change my circle. circle mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you just only find them online, mm-hmm. they eventually do that to you. Mm-hmm. I'm finding the wrong ones. Yeah, you're finding them the wrong ones. You know. Okay, I'm going to a party tonight, a Halloween party, uh-huh. and it'll be a Halloween party. So let's see if I'll find the right ones. If yes. if if I get the right ones, I'll come back with tea for the next episode. Yes. If I find the same old script, I'll still come back to rant, and Mimo uh-huh. will be here to to defend his people. Anyway, thank you very much for coming, Mimo, and yes. hope to see you soon. Yeah, thank you for having me.